Revelation 18, verse 4, the Apostle John says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. This is the symbolic Babylon at the end. If we are in places where evil is done and judgment comes from God, we will partake of God's judgment. We will partake of her sins and receive of her plagues. So he's telling us, leave those places. James 4.4 Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. A friend is one who shows aid or assistance or support to another. A woman said to me, Do you support homosexuals and lesbians? And I said, I don't think so. And I read to her the scripture in Romans chapter 1, where God turned them over to vile affections. That's verses 26, 27. We'll read that. Start at verse 24 of Romans 1. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. For this cause... God gave them up unto vile affections. That's verse 26 of Romans 1. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So when a person asks me what I think about homosexuals and lesbians, I tell them, this is what the Bible says, and I read this scripture to them. Don't just say, this is what the Bible says. Read the scripture to them. It's not what I say, it's what God says. Second John, verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth 
and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. You can't go around wishing people well if they're adulterers, adulteresses, homosexuals, drunkards. You can't go around wishing them well without becoming a partaker of their sin, of their evil deeds. And you will lose reward in heaven if you do this. I'm very, very careful about wishing anyone well unless I know them like I know Pam Paget, who has demonstrated to me that she has faith in God and follows God. Then I would wish her well. But to wish another person well, you could become partaker of their evil deeds. I think people who vote and people who participate in politics are in great danger as Christians of losing reward in heaven. Because if you take sides and wish them well, and they go out and do something in private that is evil, you are a partaker of their evil deed according to John. I think you would have to be very careful. Now, in politics, what you're supposed to do is pray for the rulers. If you participate against a certain political party, I don't believe you can pray for that person if they win the office. And we are told to pray for the rulers, not to vote for them, to pray for them. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 2. Paul says in verse 1, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. I don't vote for anyone, but I do pray for the rulers. I prayed that Donald Trump would not lose a nuclear weapon during his presidency. And I prayed that Joe Biden would not lead us into a war with Russia over the Ukraine. And I've sometimes prayed that Mr. Biden would be given strength because he looks very unsteady on his feet. And he looks like he's going to fall. 
and it scares me when I see him walking across the floor in the TV newsreels. We are to pray for all who are in authority. But if you vote for them, it will probably be hard for you to pray for the opposition. Also, you are in danger of putting yourself in partaking of evil deeds if that person goes out and does something evil. This is just a warning to you. Take these scriptures, go over them, talk to God about this subject. What do you do if a brother in the church is a fornicator? How do you treat him? The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 5, 11 and 13. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner. With such an one know not to eat. Put away from among yourselves that wicked person. He doesn't say to counsel them or pray for them. He says to put them away from you. Don't keep company with such a person if he's called a brother. Now, this makes perfect sense if you read Hebrews 10.26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. It's to crucify Jesus afresh to expect him to be a sacrifice for your sins after you have received the knowledge that this is a sin and you go back and do this sin. But there is one possible hope for you if you do that. If someone says, I can't keep company with you because you're doing this, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 5, Verse 5, deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. I believe when we tell such a person who is a brother and is committing fornication or drunkenness or one of these other sins, when we tell such a person, I can't keep company with you, because of this sin that you are doing. I believe we turn them over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. I've done this uh, one time. I learned that our Bible teacher at church was going to bars, picking up women, and committing sex with these women. I went to him and asked him about this. Is this true? Are you picking up women at the bars, are you having sexual intercourse with these women? And he replied, of course. And it was that tone of voice. There wasn't a repentance. It was like, of course I am. That's natural. 
but he is supposed to be a brother in Christ and a Christian. I mean, I was really grieved. And I said, oh, you know the Bible as well as I do. I can't have anything to do with you in the future. I can't come to your Bible class. I can't be friends with you. I can't go to dinner with you. I can't eat the word of God with you at church. And he replied, that's right. And that was the tone of voice. There was no shame. Years later, I had occasion to talk with him by phone. And he said, well, fornication is no longer a problem to me. And I felt he was telling me his flesh had been destroyed. Deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of, of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. And certainly, I hope that is what happens to this man. I hope he is saved in the day of the Lord. Now, what about the apostate churches? The apostate churches who have fallen away from certain scriptures and set up other doctrines contrary to the Bible. Do you show support for those who attend those apostate churches? If you do show support for them, you are in danger of showing an approval for them. And in Second John, we read that if we do that, we are partakers of their sins, of their evil deeds. There are a great many people who attend apostate churches today. I don't run around with these people. I like them, but I don't run around with them because I have brought the truth to them and not one of them has agreed with the truth. I've told them about homosexuals and lesbians and I believe one of them is a lesbian. I don't plan outings with her. I have shown her that I do not support homosexuals and lesbians. I do not hate them. I love her, actually. And I've known men who were homosexuals, and I had a great love for them. But I can't run around with them. I can't approve them. Because to approve them is to make myself an enemy to God. For if we approve the world, we are enemies of God. That's James chapter 4, verse 4. That does not mean that I hate them, but I don't approve them. And I tell them the reason that I don't approve them. I've had the same thing happen to Catholics. I have told them the evils of idolatry and of the things they are doing in the Catholic Church. And I've told Protestants, Baptists, of the evils they're doing. 
I cannot be friends with him unless they repent. I have no doubt that Babylon is a symbolic illustration of the apostate churches today. They will be judged by Jesus when he returns. And 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8 through 12 says the following, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, the Bible, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who believe not the truth of the Bible, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I cannot run around with them, go to cookouts with them, do things like that. I just can't do it. I gather with those people who have demonstrated to me that they believe in the Holy Spirit and follow the Holy Spirit, for they who follow the Holy Spirit are the children of God. Romans 8, 14. Please study these scriptures I've presented to you today and pray for God to give you understanding. Thank you for allowing me to share with you.